Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. So look, 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 you're not ready, you better get ready. And get your game face on. about to start oh shoot we back oh what up what up what up what up what up y'all ready for this in honor of space jam too hey fans we missed you man we missed y'all it's been we put on our instagram it was a bye week actually it was a bye two weeks yeah, Dang. you know, hey, here's the deal. Just some scheduling things um, came up when we when we told you it was a bye week, and then we had a friend that got married this past weekend. Yes. Big shout out to our friends CJ and Kimberly Hopper. Congratulations hey, hey. to you guys. Come um, on. And so I was traveling. I was back in Texas, so I didn't have any of my stuff. Anthony was was um, also traveling, so he didn't have any of his podcast stuff. So um, we. Do apologize for not letting you guys know that's <laughs> that there wasn't going to be an episode. That's on us. But that is why we neither one of us had any of our stuff. We had friends getting married. And so we just we really wanted to focus on that for the Sometimes weekend. You got to celebrate people. You know? Yeah. And Anthony was was busy with rehearsal dinner and bachelor party and all that kind of stuff. It and happens. I was, you know, I was the MC for the wedding. So it's like, like, look, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm here and I just want to make sure I don't mess up. So, you know, it was a great time. Loved it. Beautiful ceremony, beautiful reception. All of that is great, grand, and wonderful. But you know what else is beautiful? The wild world of sports. Ooh. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about sports. So, AT, Come let's on. just dive straight in. Let's dive right in. All let's right, Cody, right I got a question for you. You are a father. And we don't Come talk on. about our kids enough on this podcast. We don't. So, you're right. we're going to talk about what, as fathers, will we do? Mm-hmm. Will... Mm-hmm. Our kids be multiple sport athletes. Okay, okay. Or we will do the new hot thing and have them focus on one sport. Cody, what would Toby Joe and your future <laughs> kids do? What what are they gonna do? Um, so I'm a firm believer in okay. not allowing your kids to specialize. Ooh. Okay. Um That's so I, I'm I am a, a firm believer in kids need to play multiple sports not okay little disclaimer here not every kid is going to be bo jackson or Deion sanders and play right multiple sports professionally or anything like that yeah yeah but um i saw i love this question i saw a graphic uh two three years ago zeke's second year in the league uh zeke's second year in the nfl i saw a uh i saw this this graphic and it had a picture of zeke picture of christian mccaffrey and a picture of saquon barkley right and that was the year that those three were one two three in all running back stats pretty much and it said the top three running backs in the nfl in high school and zeke was all state in football track and basketball saquon was all state in football track and basketball and christian mccaffrey was all state in football track and basketball and so when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's more reason to not specialize, to not, you know, push your kid to specialize, but to push them to be in multiple sports. But now yeah. looking at, let's look at um, the top quarterbacks from this past year, right? So Patrick Mahomes, everyone pretty much consensus agrees that he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Fair, fair statement. So the top three, we'll just look at the the top three, and this is in no particular order outside of Patrick Mahomes, whatever. Um, but Maybe they're not the top three. We'll say Patrick. We're going to look at Patrick Mahomes. We're going to look at Russell Wilson. We're going to look at a guy. Uh, we're going to look at Josh Allen, who had an incredible year. Don't come for me. He was he was a top five quarterback last year. I don't want to hear it. Top five. And, okay, um, I thought you were saying he's in the top three. I was no, like, no, 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 no. Okay, so I we're like just looking Josh at, Allen. We're just looking at some top, top guys three. right now. We'll just look at some top guys, right? Top, and top, then, top guys. And then Kyler Murray had a really good year last year. And you know what all, all four of those guys have in common? 
What? They all at some point in their life played baseball and played other sports. Russell, Patrick, and Kyler. I don't know about Josh. I'd have to check. But those three got drafted by MLB teams. Dang. Kyler they Murray did. actually. Yeah, he, yeah, Kyler, he left money on the table to go play yeah, football. Yeah, he sure did. He, <laughs> he was going to get paid pretty and, well. And so if you look at it, like Kyler has a, doesn't have the accolades in the NFL, right? But the man won a Heisman Trophy. Hey, the man did all of these things yeah, all while playing baseball as well. In, he's only been playing two years, so he yeah. doesn't have accolades. It's like saying, yeah, my baby. <laughs> yeah. My baby's won and hasn't cured cancer. <laughs> hasn't cured cancer. Idiot. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You got to give him time. Nobody's. Not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and so you look at Patrick Mahomes. He he was drafted, could have went and played in the MLB, said, no, I'm going to play football. MVP, first the first full year as a starter, MVP, and comes one pre-snap penalty away from a Super Bowl. Um, year two is a full-time starter, wins a Super Bowl, wins Super Bowl MVP. Last, I mean, and then this past year gets back to the Super Bowl and loses to the Buccaneers. Come on. Not because he played bad. He didn't play bad. Man, he was Again, smacking but, people in the face you know, with the ball. Yeah, but that that's on our previous episode. Y'all can go hear all about that. Y'all can hear all about it, all about it. Look, um, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's, yeah. I, so that's me. Here, what do you think? Here, here's, here's devil's advocate, though. Uh-oh. So these, I feel like those athletes, right, mm-hmm. are in the cream of the crop. Of, of well, not cream of the crop, but they, they are athletes uh i would say of a kind of a last kind so to speak okay so right like they're in the younger generation i would say zeke is about as old as my brother james is like 24 25 like i i feel like those were the last kind of that 96 97 generation of the last athletic children that will have played those multiple sports right Mm -hmm. everybody coming up now it's going to be the new thing it's going to be the old thing actually Mm -hmm. when our kids get older you know yeah. it's gonna be the old thing of like oh well now we just do aau like that's that's the it's the new thing now but it's gonna be the old thing like that's what's gonna be the the thing so i'm like would i will i make my child the unicorn well i'm not gonna make my child anything first of all yeah yeah, yeah. but will i will i expect my child to be the unicorn and to like you know kind of encourage her to hey do basketball and do uh volleyball and do track and yeah. do you know like softball like do them all like will I encourage her to do that or will I encourage her to say pick one love it go for it like you know what I'm saying and I and yeah. I don't and I don't know like of course a lot of this depends on her right so of she's course. like hey I really love basketball and I'm like all right baby girl go get it focus your time and be the best you can at basketball yeah um i do I know, think i know you would just hate if she loved basketball i would hate it you know? <laughs> no i think i think it's i think it's interesting though i do think other other sports teach you other skills mm-hmm. um it's it's one it's more time that you're exposed on being a part of a team mm-hmm. you have new challenges uh new ups and downs one sport you may not be as good as is in the other one so yeah. you may get beat more times and so you're dealing with diversity there's a lot of things being a part of multiple sports will teach you but i i i, I just looking at my friend sam placet here uh shout out to sam placet he played tennis growing up and he's a he's a really good tennis player but when we first started teaching him basketball a couple of years ago he he wasn't he wasn't the greatest uh you know, he didn't really know how to 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 shoot and to dribble. But what I really saw was like his lateral movement. I couldn't I couldn't really get by him uh, because in his tennis, like yep. he had he had he was used to shuffling his feet. He was used to going lateral. Like, and I'm like, why are you there? You don't even know how to play basketball. You know, like I had to <laughs> I had to be I had to be serious more serious with him yeah. than I wanted to be because he he could move on defense. And I think that lateral quickness comes from the tennis court, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is like you may be a better athlete from playing all of these different sports. Now you do open yourself to to more injury, right? Of course, of course. But but you may be a better athlete, well-rounded athlete from playing all of these different sports. And I think that's valuable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so I'm with you. So my thing is, so when I was coming up, um, I loved, I love football and I love baseball. 
Uh, baseball was my first love, but I was better at football. And so my thought was, I'm just going to specialize in football. But then I started to think about it a little bit differently. And it took a coach to change my mind when he said, hey, you're good at this sport, right? Like, I, I love football. He was like, you're good at this. But what are we doing in football to help you with your agility? What are we helping? What are we doing in football to help you with your top end speed? What are we doing in football to help you with your hand eye coordination? What are we doing in football to help you with your jumping ability? You know, all of those things. And it was like, okay, cool. Well, basically you just said football is doing nothing for me. So I'm not going to play this anymore. So I didn't play um, for like, I, I took like a year off from football and I just, I focused basketball and baseball. So then another, that same coach came and said, okay, well, in basketball, what are they doing to help you get stronger and, and, and build those muscles to protect you from injury? What are they doing to, you know, instill that discipline in you of lifting weights, blah, 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 blah. So then I was like, okay, well, basketball is not doing anything for me. So I'm going to go, I'm just going to focus on baseball. So I didn't play basketball. Um, I quit the, the team that year and I just played baseball. And then that same coach, this guy, it completely changed my life. Came and was like, okay. So baseball does nothing to help with your, your speed. It does, it, 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 it doesn't help you in anything except for baseball specific things. And it was like, okay. And I guess he realized that I was quitting because of him. And he said, I'm not telling you to quit these sports. What I'm telling you is like, oh, don't what are you telling focus. me? Could you just tell me the answer, please? <laughs> yeah. Cause in my head, I'm like, are you just telling me not to be an athlete? Are you just telling me to go study? Is that what you're telling me coach? <laughs> um, and so then when I thought about it, it was like, okay, well, football, if I, if I love the game, so if I love the game of football, right, this is for anyone listening who's like, I want to make it in football, then play basketball, play baseball, run track. Why? Because football is going to, you lift more weights in football than you do in basketball, baseball, and track combined. Like you're not going to lift nearly as much in those three sports as you do in football, right? But track it helps you get faster because all you're doing is running sprints. That's like track practice is probably the worst practice of all time. Because if you run the hundred, guess what you're going to run? You're going to run four, four hundreds, five, three hundreds, 10, two hundreds. And then coach is going to finish you with, you know, 11, one hundreds. And it's like, okay, why couldn't I just run the 11, one hundreds? Well, because you have, you also have to build up that stamina so that you don't get winded by the 50 meter mark and everyone else is leaving you and you're coming in last all the time. So it helps you build that stamina, play basketball. It teaches you how to jump and it teaches you how to land correctly so that you're not putting your ligaments in danger. And as you know, you talked about lateral movement coming from tennis. I'm going to be honest with you. Other than tennis, basketball is probably the most laterally lateral movement specific sport. You know what I mean? Because it's constant yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're constantly having to move and, and you have to play defense with your feet. If you are listening right now and you are a young basketball player, defense with your feet, not with your hands. Get your feet in position reaching. and then let your hands do the rest. Get your hands feet out first, the jaw. Then get your hands there. You know what I mean? And then baseball, hand-eye coordination. Um, and this is the last thing I'm going to say and then I'm going to let you run with it. Emmett Smith, if you ever watch his film, which I hate to bring him up because he played on those those hated cowboys, but, nah. but if you watch him, no one in the league has ever done what he did. If you watch him, the reason he was so hard to tackle is not because he was just this imposing runner. He wasn't a Derrick Henry. He wasn't, you know, making people miss like Barry Sanders. He wasn't that guy. But instead, when people would go to wrap him up, whatever hand the ball was not in, so his offhand, he literally grabs their hand, their, their lead hand, and pushes it down. And people look at that and they're like, oh, well, you know, that doesn't seem that hard. Go do it. Middle of a game. Let me hand, let me give you a handoff and let Anthony come try to tackle you. I want you to grab his hand, his lead hand, and just move it out of the way. Running full speed. No one's ever done this in the NFL besides Emmett Smith. And so you play baseball for hand-eye coordination. And so if you're like, well, how does hand-eye coordination help me in football? Well, look at how it helped Emmett Smith. Look at all of these things. You know what I mean? It helps you with your concentration as a receiver, as a quarterback. It, it helps you with a lot of different things. So Come on. That's, that's the last thing I'm going to say is that all of these sports, if you want to focus football, that's great. But play these other sports with in the back of your mind. How is this helping me get better for football? Whatever your sport is, play those other sports and, and in the back of your mind, be thinking, how does this help me get better for my sport? Come on. Come on. So, and those are my final thoughts on that. There you go. 
love it, hate it, either way, doesn't matter. Hey, you know what? And I'm gonna encourage Grace to do what she, what she, what she feels like. You know, like yeah. not what she, not like in life, but sports. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna say I'm not saying. Hey, do whatever you feel, Grace. No, 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 not in life, but whatever in sports, feels right. Um, or whatever club she wants to be a part of, I'm not gonna yeah. like if she wants if she loves the math squad. Well, baby, you learn everything about math and then grow up you, and do my taxes. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Numbers, like, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think yeah. I think multiple sports are good for you. Like I said, there's so many benefits. There are negatives. I'm not saying that they're not. But anyway, we're gonna move right along here. And I'm gonna I wanna here, I'm gonna take a pause, take a 30-second pause right here. This is Women History Month, and we wanna take a pause and we wanna shout out all the women in sports today yeah. every female athlete it. out there man and yep. i was i don't want to start naming names because i don't want to miss nobody that was great but like you got yeah. women like um, don't do it don't do it don't, don't do it okay don't i won't do it don't name it everything you know, what's tennis, understood don't have to be basketball said, you know I mean? from <laughs> tennis basketball to even fighting like these women kill the game like i yeah. i honestly here's what i'll say i honestly thought Ronda Rousey would be the best female UN, UFC fighter we'd ever see, right? Like That's she fair. was, she was murking people in 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 two seconds in or less. Seconds, <laughs> like it was it was crazy. That's fair. But then and then she got knocked off. Yeah. Now the crazy thing about Ronda Rousey is she could still come back. Mm-hmm. She has only three losses, I think. She could yeah. come back, and if she never lost, she could take she could take the title of best. You know, Ever. but right now Amanda Nunes got it. Oh yeah, Cyborg that girl, is ridiculous. that girl is cray cray, man. And I just want to give it a shout out during Women's History Month that Amanda yeah. Nunes, you killing it. Shout she's out incredible. to you. You keep on. You she got. She's the first one to ever hold two belts, um, in two different ways classes in the yeah. UFC women's division. I think women's and men, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh no 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 John Jones did it John Jones did it in two different ways yeah he okay. was light heavyweight and heavyweight I believe okay okay I'll, okay, to, okay. I'll fact check myself uh on that real quick but I'm pretty sure he did but, but that she, does not take away from what she's oh, done oh no man she's 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 eating people alive like she dances between weight classes for new challengers that's how that's how dominant she is like you know I, and here's what I will say this is what I will say because this is kind of a soapbox but it's gonna be thirty seconds or less. Women, I don't mind you having your own sports. Here's what I say. Like, I think women are awesome. I don't want to see a woman in the NFL playing on the offensive line getting crushed by another by a 350-pound man. But would I would I love to see a women's football league? Yes. I think I think that would be dope, and I'm not talking about women's lingerie football league. No way. I'm talking about put on the pads, put on the pants, put on the jerseys in in whatever way y'all want to do it. Like whatever, whatever you know, y'all have y'all own jerseys, y'all own style, whatever. And then go like kick some butt. Like, like yeah. Shout out to y'all. Like if it, if y'all want to call it the WNFL, like or you know, like you don't have to be like the WNBA. You can do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, like a women's NFL National Football League that would be dope not no lingerie league because that I think takes away from you want to show that you're talented but you know why people are watching we don't have to go into detail right so I think I think start your if you want to play football go for it I think women can play football I think if they started their own league I'd be all about it. I just, you know, at the end of the day, like that girl that kicked in college, she did an amazing thing being the first one to do that. But like, I don't know if I want to see a woman play lineman and get yeah. crushed by a 350-pound man. Because we yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? That's not offensive. I hope it's not offensive. I don't mean it offensively. I yeah. want to see the women yeah. shine. But I don't think, I think it'll be overlooked if, they're playing with the men. So I think I their want to, talent would be yeah, on the spot. Like I'm with if you. they had their own NFL league. Boom. I'm yeah. Done. And and I'm with that because here's my thing. Like, you know, we I I've I've recently, um, not since moving, because uh, we don't I haven't been able to really watch a whole lot of sports. I just kind of catch up on highlights and stuff. But 
I had started to get into the WNBA a little bit. And those women do some incredible things. They're, they, those, they're really good at basketball. Yes. But hear me out, right? So there's this, we're not going to get political here, but basically there's a legislation that came out in, in one of the 50 states that said that, um, you know, the, that basically that men who have transitioned to be a woman can compete in women's sports and, you know, at the high school level or whatever. And so I started thinking about this. And I was watching, was it, it was either the, the herd with Colin Cowherd or it was um, undisputed. And what they said was, imagine right now, if LeBron James came out and said he was, he identified as a woman and went and played the WNBA, he would score 800 points a game and there'd be no one that could stop him. Yep. The clock would stop him from scoring more. Yep. Right. And so now that's not to say that the women that are in the WNBA are not good at basketball. They're, we men and women are built. Differently. They're just, yeah, they're built differently. And so my thing is if, if a woman, so the girl that kicked for, she kicked for wake, wasn't it? I think so. Wake Forest. Yeah. For wake Forest. So that girl hats off to her credit to her. What she did is incredible. But imagine this, imagine she goes to the NFL. She's kicking off. She kicks off. She's the safety and she has to go make a tackle on I don't know who's a great return man right now. Uh, Cordell <laughs> Patterson. No, uh, what's uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm blanking. I mean, anyway, we can roll yeah. with Cordell Patterson. Imagine she has to tackle him. What legitimately? What chance does she have? Like uh, realistically, she 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 probably has a five percent chance of tackling him. Realistically, right? And that five yeah, percent chance is kickers and punters in general have like a ten percent chance. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah unless yeah, your yeah, name yeah. is but, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my thing is just like when thinking about it, I'm like, imagine her in the NFL kicking to these to these guys, right? Imagine imagine her kicking off and Saquon Barkley being back there for the Giants. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just she has no it's, shot. And it's not because they are less talented. Please, no, it's heroes. It's because we're you built have different. The talent it, they, we are built, differently. you know. And so I and but I then, think and I think everybody understands that, like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I guess you would say that until, yes, anyway. Yeah, until it happens. You know what I mean? And again, um, like, but, if, and this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I'm going to stop interrupting you. I'm sorry. Trans, no, you're if, good. You're good. If you're good. you want, if somebody is transitioning from a man to be a woman, create, and this is going to sound hard because they did this to black people. You know, they call it separate but equal, right? But that had to do with racism and people. But like, I'd yeah. say, like, your own league like you know what i'm saying like because it's like it's just it's just tough because okay yeah. maybe you're saying and this is going to be tough maybe you're saying that hey okay i am identifying as a woman okay but your but your makeup your body is just structured like a man you know what i'm saying yeah. and so you get those benefits whether you not, and not benefits like men are better than women, but benefits in the in the sports arena. Yeah, as far as like the physical things, the physical requirements yeah. of of being an athlete, uh -huh. you know, in in most cases, and this is again, this is not, this is I mean, this is just science, and it's going to sound harsh, and it may make you know, it may make me sound sexist or whatever. But the the reality is, when it comes to athletic things, right. The ability to run, jump, blah, 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 blah. Men just by nature and by the natural order of things are superior in that way. That does not mean that men are better than women. You know, like there are things that women are way better than men at. Believe, oh my God. How many women Everything right else. now that have beautiful handwriting? And <laughs> right. And, and, and wait, but like, and we don't even have to say better at, like, because, yeah. Here's the thing, just because I can jump higher than the woman doesn't mean that I'm better at jumping. Cause what if she's five five and can jump uh you know, like, you know, two, you know, True. four feet off the ground, but I can I'm True. six five and can jump two feet off the ground. I can dunk it and she can't. Why? Cause she's five four. Five, five, you know five. what I'm saying? Five five. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's so, it, it yeah. doesn't mean I'm but that makes sense. Like it, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we can, we can, so, we can, yeah, you, you finish. Yeah. So, so my thing is, my thing is like, 
so all of this started with us glorifying Amanda Nunez and telling her like and honoring her because she is she's a great fighter. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Take Amanda Nunez right now and put her against not even a top contender in in the UFC on the men's side. I think I think here's what I'll say. Okay, I think she could beat some men in the UFC. Some some because because UFC is it contains a a lot of skill. It's not brute force, right? So she she could submit a guy, get him on, you know, like submit him or catch him in the right spot in his temple, knock him out. Like like she she could win some fights in the men because it's about in UFC potentially potentially like you You know know like it's still like if she if you put her in a weight division that the the guys got the poundage on her like you know yeah 20, which 50, is why i don't say john 50. jones because yeah yeah it's not fair i mean there was a heavyweight that just lost because he had the guy had 20 pounds on him and he just couldn't yeah. overcome you know anyway sorry yes but i i think amanda nunez could beat some guys because the ufc yeah is skill and she but not could all of them but she's she's undefeated in women's i think right uh, she has one 24 24. 24 so she has four losses do you think she'd be 20 and four if she was fighting men as a, as a, if she was as a woman fighting men, do you think she'd be 20 and four? No, like there, yes. no, no one realistically thinks that I don't think anyways. And so anyway, we can, we can beat this dead horse all we want to. Yeah. So shout out so, to women is what we were really trying yes, to say. Big shout out to women. And my thing, I'm, I, I agree with you. I would love to see a women's NFL. I would love to see a professional softball league. Well, for um, real, why is there I not a professional say, softball league? Okay, so this is where I'm at with it. It 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 hurts me. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my heart to know that we've made strides. We've made big strides in a lot of ways as it pertains to women's rights and and just you know the rights of everyone being more equal and those kinds of things. Like we made great strides, but basically what we're telling girls is, hey, play softball, play basketball, play volleyball play you know some girls play football whatever but then guess what after high school if you don't go to college that's it after college i mean that's, really that's it. it and we even have you a might get US picked up for a national team Olympic but that's it team. but we yeah. don't have but why don't we have a professional i don't i don't get that. exactly so i i would love to see a professional softball league because there's there's women out there so jenny finch was a great pitcher for the the university of texas softball team incredible went to the olympics pitched them to gold like all this stuff she's incredible i would have loved to see her in a professional a setting just yeah. like setting records because think about it if that league was to start now you know how in baseball we talk about babe ruth and 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 mickey mantle and willie mays and all these people yeah, we would be watching the the Mickey Mantles and the Willie Mays and the the Babe Ruths of softball right now. We'd be uh-huh. watching the ground floor people, and to me, that's exciting. But I do think that I hope that there's something in the works for that. But I think that we're at least five years away from that, which thing, is Cody. sad to we me. We just need to become billionaires and start it. Have you ever <laughs> Bro, seen bench warmers? We say, just need to go on Shark Tank. The day will come. <laughs> We just need to go on Shark Tank. I know they stole that line from somewhere else. Angels and Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. Yeah. We just need to go on Shark Tank and tell, hey, professional softball league, let's get it going. Let's get it popping. Come on. Let's do it. We're going to move on from that. Sorry that we lingered on that so long, fans. But, you know, when when we're passionate, when me and Anthony are passionate about something. We got to get at it. And we're on the same page. We we just, we, me and him can kind of go down some rabbit holes. So that's <laughs> but, what that was. There it is. Yeah. But shout out to Amanda Nunez, you the champ yes. and two keep, weight classes. Keep, keep dominating. I'm going to tell you this. I wouldn't want to see her. Oh, <laughs> heck no. You'd have to pay me a quick buck to, uh, to yeah. get in the ring with her. <laughs> me as a, as a very low trained man, I don't want to see Amanda Nunez. No. I don't know. If, if they I walked up and was like, as a medium trained man. Okay, here's my thing. If I was trained, like train trained, bet, whatever, let's run it. But right oh, now, no, I'm man. like, I'm yeah. like, man, if someone was to come up to me and was like, hey, I'm going to offer you a million dollars to fight Amanda Nunes. Wait, a I'm going to say yes, but I'm thinking oh, yeah. about it first. You know, oh, I'm yeah. like, wait. I'll probably, I'll take a million. Like, 
I'm like, what do you mean? Like, if they were like fight to the death, no. But like, if they, you know, in a UFC thing, it's like, (laughs) oh yeah, I'm shooting. I don't even care. There's a there's a referee there, so he's gonna save my life. (laughs) I hope. Like, I'm gonna ask him how long do I have to last? Thirty seconds. Bet I'm running around for thirty seconds and I'm tapping out immediately. She's not even touching me. No. She's trying to pull me off. No. I'm not going. <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh. All right. All right, fans. Moving right along. We are going to transition from one champion, Miss Amanda Nunez. And we are going to talk about another team, team sport this time. Team They're not champions yet, but are they the biggest threat to the current champions? And we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Bro. <laughs> The Brooklyn Nets are assembling a small arm. <laughs> They're the Avengers right now, and LeBron James is Thanos apparently. Or 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 is the Lakers the Avengers and the Brooklyn oh, Nets Loki? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. So, so let's 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 go. Let's let's talk about it. At the Brooklyn Nets, man, if they do not win, is this a shot? to the greatness of KD, Kyrie, and James Harden? Or is it just diminishing the greatness of KD? That's a great question, man. I, I, I think here's the thing. KD is the one. KD and Kawhi Leonard are the ones after the throne, right? Yeah. They are the ones. Everybody else, they may, like, so the Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, uh, Boston Celtics, even the Greek Freak, Milwaukee them, they have good teams and people want them to win championships, but no one's really after the throne of best player in the league as close as KD and Kawhi Leonard. And so I think if KD doesn't win it, and see, I think what happened is, what, what messed them up, if it was just KD and Kyrie, then, alright, cool. But they've assembled a small army with James Blake. Harden, yeah. Blake Griffin, you know, they got DeAndre Jordan over there. Um, they got Joe Harris. Uh, people are, uh, you know, the rumors, if they get Andre Drummond, you know, like, so if if they don't, if KD doesn't win a championship against LeBron and all LeBron has is AD, Wesley Matthews, Marcus, you know, like, like they got some role players, some good role players, but you know, Anthony Davis is the only is the only person in the top five, top ten that's yeah. on that team, right? Yeah. If KD does, I think KD's legacy takes a hit more than James Harden because James Harden, he's he's not the alpha on this team anymore. He's not in Houston, and then everybody also, everybody also kind of knows James Harden as the guy who can get close, but doesn't really get you. Uh, to the promised land he gets you close yeah. but he doesn't get you to the promised land kd yeah. is supposed to be that guy mm-hmm. and so Kyrie, Kyrie's a wild card he's he's this he's this i'm telling you he is this um generation's dennis robin that's what i've <laughs> that's what i've deemed him as he's I, he's this dinner he's just this generation's dennis yeah. robin i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that you know like dennis robin was a great player but it's just is one of those things where I think it will hit KD harder because you had the you had the embarrassment of riches, bro, and you couldn't get it done, right? You got it done in Golden State, yeah. Which yep. again, anyway, I yeah. yeah. So that's I think it takes a hit. I think KD takes a hit more, yeah, than it, yeah. all of their legacies because th- we already know what Kyrie is. We already know what James Harden is. KD yeah. is the one after the throne, not those other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I agree with you. I think I think all I think all three of them would take a hit, but I think it's more on KD, mm-hmm. um, just because of. I mean, we're talking about this guy is the greatest scorer the game has ever seen. Like we're putting yes. some pretty, you know, Most he has some pretty lofty things on him. You know what I mean? And and that's crazy when you think about all the scores that we've had in this league over the years. But oh, yeah. to say that and. And when you say that, it's not it's not really close, actually. People are like, oh, you can make a case for you know X amount of people. Yeah, but are they are they on that same level though as KD? People people have scored as much as him, but nobody's been as efficient. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. And he's the so, most efficient 
peer score that we we've seen in a long time. Yeah, and so my thing is, we talk about KD as potentially the best ever at something. We don't do that with Kyrie and Harden. You know what I mean? Like we don't really do that. Yeah. You know, and so I think KD would take the biggest hit. Um, I will say this is a side note. This is just for the fans, and it's thirty seconds or less. Can we stop saying that the Brooklyn Nets have assembled this team just to beat LeBron? Can we stop doing that? Please. Because when I think about it, if I'm a GM, why would I not want to put the best team out there? You know what I mean? Like, but we don't, but we don't do that in any other sport though. You know what I mean? Like we never look at, we don't look at the chiefs and say, Oh, they put this team together to beat Tom Brady. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like we don't we don't really do that in any other sport. But with LeBron, it's like, oh, the Brooklyn Nets went and got all these guys just to beat LeBron. No, the Brooklyn Nets went and got these guys to win a championship. And if LeBron is that obstacle to them winning a championship, then so be it. But let's you be real. Saying? But let's be real. If the I Brooklyn mean, Nets not getting all these guys, they're not beating LeBron. <laughs> I just you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron yeah, and they yeah, they, and they're they're everybody, not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> but it's, it's if you if Le, if LeBron is not in the playoffs, it's a wild card about who's gonna. For a while, it was because for a while it was okay. Who's gonna beat those Warriors? If it's yeah. not LeBron, who? And exactly. LeBron was everybody looked at him as the as quote the unquote uh, savior, of the giant the slayer. Yeah, the giant slayer. That's a better term. Yeah, the, yeah, giant, the giant slayer. Slayer, and he, you know, like. Uh, he, he did it and then they got KD. <laughs> yeah. And then it was yeah, like, well, yeah. nobody can beat this team. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess my issue is when the Warriors went and got KD, everyone was like, oh, well, the Warriors signed KD to beat LeBron. No, because they've already beat LeBron. They had already beaten him. So they didn't they didn't go get KD to beat LeBron. They went and got KD to be to get better. So my thing is like, I guarantee you the Nets aren't sitting there with a big board and they're like, all right, all right, all right. How do we beat LeBron James? It's not like a master plan for beating LeBron. It's how do we make our team better? Now, is LeBron is LeBron an obstacle to winning a title? Of course. Is he the best player in the league right now? Yes. Is he arguably the greatest player of all time? Yes. But I'm not willing to sit back and say the only reason the Nets made these moves is to beat LeBron. I'm I not willing to say that. Uh, I think, okay, here's, I don't think that's the only reason. But I guarantee you, if, if LeBron James is not in the league and it's just the Nets, and if it's just the Nets and, you know, like KD and, and Kyrie, you know, like it was at the beginning with, with Karis LeVert and with, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. and uh, Jared Allen, and there's no LeBron on the Lakers, but maybe there's an Anthony Davis, and then there's the Celtics and the, you know you, you, the Brooklyn Nets got it. They're gonna go up against the Clippers, and you know that the Brooklyn Nets are looking at the Clippers and they're like, okay, KD against Kawhi, Paul George against Kyrie, we can probably take them, but they're looking at LeBron like crap. <laughs> Man, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't like that narrative. Of, I think we need James the, Harden. We need to trade our three young superstars <laughs> to go get James Harden. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that oh, not man. enough? Uh, get Blake Griffin. He can hit a couple But that's shots. my thing is like, I just don't like that narrative of they did this strictly to beat LeBron. Like, I don't, yeah, it wasn't I, I think that's, to beat I think LeBron. that's unfair to LeBron as well, actually. Well, I, like, I, I think that that's kind of unfair to him. Right. I don't you know think I mean? you bankrupt. What I'm saying, I don't think you're bankrupting your team if LeBron James is not there, right? Oh, probably I not. I don't think. Not. Like, look at this. They're gonna have to figure out who they're gonna sign. Kyrie or James Harden, right? They're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do with Blake in a year. They tied up Joe Harris, but eventually he's gonna be too expensive to pay. If you're gonna pay Kyrie and James Harden, so you're gonna have to ship him out. Like, this is the same thing. This is I'm trying to tell you. Teams do not build. Teams, they do it for the moment and not for the long-lasting jeopardy. Yeah. Because if you look at the Warriors, right, when they they messed around and got top-heavy, which is why they weren't good when Kawhi – no, when Klay Thompson got hurt and KD. And so they, they got top-heavy. And then last year when 
when it was just Draymond, that's why they weren't good as well. Now, Steph and Clay are really good. But if you have, you remember that first championship that's that, uh, the year before they went 73, they had yeah. Iggy, they had, they had a bunch of other guys that played really good basketball. If they had that team now, they be, I would, I would say like fourth in the West right now. They wouldn't be battling even without Clay because they, they would have a good team. They don't really yeah. have a good team. That's true. Andrew Wiggins, who's, you know, they just need some continuity. They got Kelly Oubre and stuff like that. They need some continuity. Yeah. But I think I, I, I don't think you're going top heavy and just saying I'm trying to beat LeBron this year. But you know, like I'm saying, if, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, if LeBron is not there, so I, I, I would give LeBron. I'm gonna say 65 percent of the blame. Of why the Brooklyn Nets believe it look like they do. I, I, I would I wouldn't give him that much. I'd probably give him probably like 20. And this Wait. is why I say that. Yeah, this is why I say that. Hold okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna nowadays, right? So back in the back in the day, the 80s, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s, this was across all sports. It wasn't a what have you done for me lately league, mm-hmm. any league. It wasn't a hey, it's championship or bust every single year. Like fans were patient with the the process of building and yeah. drafting guys and and raising them up. Like fans were comfortable with that, but now fans are like, "No, I want a championship now. I need it now. I need it this year." Don't tell me you have a five year plan. That's why we see coaches, and, and, you know, that's why we see a lot of co- the the coaching carousel is such a thing because coaches get two three years and it's like, "Oh, well, you haven't made the playoffs. You haven't even sniffed the Super Bowl. We're, you're out." And it's like, well, hold on. You have to give him, give, give a coach five years and let him get his culture established in the first two. And then three, you're going to see some things start to shift. Year four, you'll see a bit of a boom. And then year five, you should see that team skyrocket if the coach is good at his job. After year five, if you're like, all right, you kind of suck, get rid of him. Sure. But after two years, you're getting rid of people. Like that doesn't make sense to me. And it's because fans now, are they want that instant gratification. And that's not just in sports. That's across our society. But again, this is not a political podcast. This is a sports podcast. So we're going to keep it strictly sports. Yeah, Fans want that instant gratification of we want a championship this year. And so they're not worried about, well, in five years, my team's going to be terrible. Well, we won that one champ. I'm an Eagles fan. And so I see my community of fans talking about, oh, our team is terrible. But, but hey, we won a, we won a ring in 2017. No. <laughs> but who cares about yeah, 2017? Man. I care about 2021. What are we going to do? Nothing. You want to know why? Because we don't have depth. We don't have, you know, we, we don't, we don't have uh, key positions we're weak at like we're not Carson Wentz was not the biggest issue for the Eagles he was an issue but he wasn't the biggest issue he had a bad year this year sure but at the same time there's a lot of other issues in there but fans want that want it now they want it right now they want that instant I'm a champion and they can feel good this is why we burn our mouth on hot pockets because we don't want to wait the one minute that on the box if you read on the box i'm so serious if you read if you read on the box what does it say you cook the bad boy for like two two and a half minutes and then it says in in clear letters contents will be hot let's stand in microwave for one minute how many times you ever let your hot pocket stand in the microwave for a minute me Never. I mean, I blow it. Exactly. Yeah, you blow it, but then what what do you do? You take a bite and you hustle, 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 trying to get it to cool off. Because (laughs) they cold sometimes, then the edges are sometimes burnt. And then you know, like it's too much. But that's what I'm saying. This is this is why you have so many people that burn their mouths because we don't want to wait a minute. And so if if the Eagles, if right now, if the Eagles or I'm a Heat fan, if the Heat were to come out and say, Hey, we're in a five-year rebuild. Cool. For me, great. Because what that means to me is we're going to go and we're going to get key pieces. We're going to get some veterans. We're going to get some young guys, emphasis on younger players, but we're going to bring in veterans that they can learn from. And in five years, for the next five years, they're going to be some growing pains. But after yeah. year five, we're going to be solid for a long time. And it's not going to be a rebuild. Instead, every year in the draft, every year in free agency, we're not trying to rebuild. We're just retooling. Yeah. And, but I- fans don't like that. I think, I think, I think, here's the thing. I think fans don't like it. And I think it's been abused sometimes. You look at the Cleveland Browns, no way you should be bad for 20 years. 
Uh, you know what That's I'm true. saying? Like, and then That's the Philadelphia true. 76ers, like, oh, we're rebuilding, and they're just tanking all those years oh, to man. try and get these draft picks, right? So I think I think fans want to now bit yeah. uh owners take advantage. I, I will say, um, and we'll we'll cut it here. Like, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, more power to them. If you can assemble that team, do it. I don't know if I would um do it man uh as the nets fan like uh, people like you gotta you you see you're serious you wouldn't go get james harden i don't know i just don't want to be top heavy because say say Kyrie, you know sprains his ankle for a game and then you know james harden pulls his hamstring well you got his kd what if kd's acutely starts to bother bother him in in round one now you ain't got nobody right say you're like okay all three of those guys are out for round one where's your team you got Blake. Where, where, where's your team? Yeah, you're going to get swept, and it's because you had injuries. Look at the Warriors. Right? Right? You see what I'm saying? Like, you need a team around you. You need a team around. Yeah. To, and then, again, if you're not building a team. You're building a small army. Because in next year, two years from now, you're going to have to say goodbye to some of those players because you can't mm-hmm. pay them all. Right? You can't. So unless anyway. they take pay cuts and do those, kinds of things, which, cuts, but... which they shouldn't be expected to. But at the oh, same time, get your money, man. They, they have to decide what's more important, rings or money. And if it's rings, they'll take the pay cuts. If they want to get paid, they'll go get paid. You know, yep. um, I will say I as far as top heavy, isn't that most teams in the NBA, like most good teams in the NBA? Isn't that isn't that the case right now? Uh, I think here's what I'll say. I think and, and we'll like I, I think. Yeah, it is most good teams, but they're not built well. So this is why you see the Celtics struggling, right? Yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Oh, this is going to be great, except they don't have anybody around. Cardiac Kimber is not really finding his fit. And so what's happening? There's nobody else that can score except for those two people. So they're not winning very many games. You look at the Philadelphia 76ers, they got Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, but they got a good team around them with – Tobias Harris with Seth Curry with yeah. um I forget his name I think it's Thibel he plays really good defense like mm-hmm. this they got a nice team and a really good coach you look at you look at the Utah Jazz you got Donovan Mitchell that's it Rudy Gobert is a great defensive player but he's not that great on offense like he's you know he's catching lives putting back dunks you know but I'm just saying like you look at the Utah Jazz, that's how you do it. You look at the the Denver Nuggets, that's how you do it. The Phoenix yeah. Suns, that's how you do it. You know the reason why those teams aren't winning games is be I mean, or aren't winning championships is because there's not enough LeBron James to go around, right? Yeah. LeBron James is the best person, the best NBA player in the league. And that's just how it is. And if you have him on this team, your team has to be really bad not for you to win a championship. If your team is average and you have LeBron James, you're going to win, right? And so that's why yeah. people are trying to be top-heavy because they're like, oh, this is how it goes. No, it, it it goes like that because you have LeBron. But if you don't have LeBron, you should have a well-balanced team to give yourself a chance because here's the thing. What if LeBron James has a couple of off nights? What if LeBron James gets hurt? Exactly. Your team is better than the other team. But if you're top heavy and that team's top heavy, you know what I'm saying? Like it just yeah. it doesn't really compute. Look at look at what look at yeah. So the Brooklyn Nets, even the the Los Angeles Clippers, like top like, you know, when Paul when 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 Paul George playoff P struggled, Kawhi had nobody to get his back. Right. Kawhi yeah. Leonard struggled in the fourth quarter of that game at game seven. And he had been amazing throughout the whole series. And he struggled in that fourth quarter. And it's like, OK, well, pa- playoff Paul's going to have his back. Oh, wait, nope. Playoff Paul is struggling. He hit the side of the backboard. Well, the Clippers lost. There was nobody on the team left. Why is it just them, too? But, you yeah. know, in Denver, you got Joe Ingles, got Mike Conley. You got Rudy Gobert. You got Donald you have Mitchell. A team. You have a you squad. Have a in Phoenix, you have Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, uh, Chris Paul, um, and those other guys. I can't think of all the guys right now. Yeah. But I'm just saying you have a team there, Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Jokic, those guys, man, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, and he, you got a squad. So I'm thinking, like, it, the only reason those teams don't win, watch watch what happens when LeBron James retires in a couple of years. The people yeah. that have a squad are going to be the teams that win it. It's just – 
you they people think it's the top heaviness, but it's like no, it's LeBron Jamesness. It's not the top heaviness. He's just yeah. really good. Yeah. And when you pair him with another superstar, odds are they're gonna win the championship. Yeah. And 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 that's that's fair. And so I just I think that that's the trend that we're seeing in the NBA is teams are focusing more on stars and if we can if we can collect stars then we don't need to have a great team because we have great stars on our team and one of the stars will just play you know you know we'll we'll make sure that one of our big three or big whatever is constantly on the floor but that that doesn't lend itself to longevity that doesn't lend itself to um you know multiple championship runs necessarily mm-hmm. whereas if you can so so look at the Mavericks right they're no one's looking at the Mavericks and saying hey they're going to win the next you know they're going to three peat like no one's doing that but it's because the Mavericks are saying hey we're not going to go bankrupt on these stars instead yeah, I we, would say we get Drummond you know what I mean like we're if they went and got Drummond they would be really scary this year I will say that but they're like all right we drafted Luca. Yeah, we went and got we went and got Chris Tapps, sure, but we're 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 building first, and so which is surprising for me because it's a Dallas team, and Dallas fans are are very very much we want to win and win immediately kind of thing. Yeah, um, more you know, Cowboys fans. Than yeah, Dallas definitely fans, more Cowboys but. fans, but it's just because the you know the Cowboys are in Dallas, and so it kind of trickles into the rest of the sports. Except for baseball, because the Rangers are just bad. But man, they went to two consecutive World Series. We're not going to talk about it. We're anyway, not talk about it anyway. Anyway, here it is. You guys, thank y'all for joining us so much. Yes, we y'all, love you guys. Sorry man. that we took the two weeks off. Um, you know, life happens. But thank yeah. y'all for being here to watch it. Next week, I'm going to sell Cody on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> could play on any team in the NFL mm-hmm. and be good at it. And I'm going to sell Cody on this idea. So come back, check out our our topic on this. Check out how we feel about Dak's contract, all of the stuff. So come back next week, hang out with us. Cody, get him out of here. Hey, fans, we love you guys. Y'all are so incredible. Thank you guys for always for tuning in with us, for hanging out with us, for, uh, for sitting on the couch with us and just talking some sports, man. We this is what we love. Next week, like Anthony said, we are going to talk about why Dak's contract was good or bad. Um, we're also going to talk about Kansas City restructuring Patrick Mahomes' deal and why that's going to be huge for them in the future. He's going to try to sell me on Jimmy G. I'm going to tell you this. He's going to have to come with his best salesman tricks because I'm not sold on Jimmy G. Um, but fans, we love you guys. Y'all are incredible. And as always. Stay fans, stay biased, and we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, fans. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.